0: So we stand up for the dollar tree, basically. Such as this, this thing here. All right, I'm excited to have a guest. Look, the is right here, of course. If you Cuba is like they're under a dictator. RTD Live Talk. Detroit's number one late night YouTube talk show. We are connecting for a Sunday night edition of the people's talk show. I'm excited to connect. Uh, Couldn't pass by the opportunity to talk about that 60 minute, uh, debriefing from the current administration on where the economy is at and how optimistic this current president is about the future, (laughs) just because there's just so much stuff is comical in nature, but, uh, When I saw the words, the pandemic is over, to me, that was that trigger word of like, okay, we're on to the next phase of this whole push towards building back or destroying and try to rebuild back in accordance to what the globalists want. But anyway, hope everyone's doing well. Welcome to the live stream. Definitely want to connect with you guys and hear what's on your mind as well. This will be a very interesting week, to say the least, coming up with the uh, Fed's decision to continue to tighten into a greater depression and everything in between but anyway let me know where you're watching from any first-time viewers would love to acknowledge your presence thank you for being a part of the community and uh let me know where you guys are watching from is also feel free to throw out thoughts ideas suggestions and i got maybe four or five articles just some headlines that caught my attention this weekend and uh bring it to your attention uh for those who may not have plugged in much over the weekend and then uh, open up the phone lines and get your guys thoughts so uh, let's check in right away and see what we got here we have uh mr tim gibson how you doing my friend appreciate you <laughs> it's over but get your shot <laughs> right uh we got uh doubting thomas checking in as well appreciate you we got new church of philadelphia checking in as well uh mr king d appreciate you man we got gold and silver man as well uh we got concept quad checking in as well uh i sent you a link on bank robbery uh that happens to be at the lebanese situation i can grab that as well. Uh, Yeah, we're familiar with that. JBW from from Hawaii. How you doing, my friend? Uh, Mr. Ed checking in as well. Appreciate everybody for taking time to bless me. Mr. TB in the building. We got uh, Gene checking in as well. Paul from Eugene. Appreciate you guys, man. Uh, And then got a nice quote. We some thoughts that William Blair says, Mike and other free-thinking contrarians is an amazing how few people think I was the sheep pen. Uh, Definitely. Very true. I I think a lot of it has to do with uh, everybody being overly frustrated and wanting to get back towards, you know, living and enjoying life the way that they did prior to the start of this reset that was thrown our way. What was it? Two years ago now, give or take. And so a lot of people don't, don't um, want to even think about that stuff anymore, man. They want to try to get back to normal, whatever that means. And they have played their part by participating and things of that nature for the average person that uh, wants to ignore it. But it's is not going nowhere. Not at all. And that's why I want to share my thoughts on this whole Biden statement. Uh, We got air checking as well. So this question, did you, did anyone remember Joe saying he was going to do something a really extreme on the climate situation coming up? I have no clue what he meant. He said it about a week ago, definitely. And so I, I did play a clip. I think I still might have that clip as well. And so take everything that you hear from the mainstream media, as well as from this current administration with a grain of salt, just because literally even in the interview for that 60 minutes when he was sitting down, he had a, a playbook on his lap, literally uh, maybe an inch thick. And I'm thinking like, okay, whatever instructions he needs or whatever questions pre uh, prescripted questions were, were given to him. If he fumbled his words or need to gather a start, he could just turn the page, you know, 20 with that same question and brush up on the answer that he's supposed to give. So, but that playbook on his lap during that speech, let you know that he's not, He's not the one doing all the talking. He's just a puppet they're talking through, in my opinion. In my opinion, but anyway. All right, so let's keep moving, man. Uh, let me jump into some headlines. So, uh, just man, so for those who have not, I encourage you to join the Telegram page because I try to, you know, as, as stuff comes across my way, I try to just pass it right through Telegram. So there's more articles there that I wouldn't be able to bring up because we'll be just going through the events as they unfold. But I'll pull some of the more important ones I think. And just on 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 some on the good news, let me just share it with you real quick. Uh heading into tomorrow morning, uh, it looks like uh, the uh, indices futures are currently in the green for the Dow and the S&P. So that's a good sign. But as always, something can turn uh, the opposite direction uh, before tomorrow markets open. But uh, I was anticipating based upon what the FedEx and everybody and mother shining light on that uh, narrative that the CEO mentioned about a world recession in 2023 a lot of people are saying, oh, Monday, Monday, Monday's going to open up in a negative. It's going to be a blood, mo- blood Monday. Uh, yeah. Give it time. It would definitely is gonna be red as we continuously because uh, Jerome Powell and FOMC about to uh, share some very bad news for the markets pretty soon. All right. Let's jump into some headlines real quick. Uh, very first thing. Let me actually. So I'll, I'll play this for you. Then I'll talk about it a little bit. So I grabbed a little excerpt real quick. Uh, just listen to this real quick and let me know your thoughts.
1: In first Detroit auto show in three years. Yeah. Is the pandemic over?
0: The pandemic
2: is over. We still have a problem with COVID. We're still doing a lot of work on it. Uh, It's, but the pandemic is over. If you notice, no one's wearing masks. Everybody seems to be in pretty good shape. And so I think it's changing and I think this is a perfect example of it.
0: All right, so it's over. It's official, we can put it behind us now. We don't have to worry about that no more. Oh, okay. Uh yeah, so curious. To get your thoughts on that. And so when I saw that, I'm like, man, let me go ahead and log in and just uh, share my two cents on that. Just because, as I mentioned before, you hear that type of stuff it's just on to the next. And we know all this is about dialing down prior to the whole midterms to try to um, lessen some of the extreme policies and to basically come out and literally lying now and saying that we didn't say that, we didn't say defund the police, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't. And I've seen more than enough clips where people just put sound bites together. To just highlight how every single liberal liberal, uh, liberal politician jumped on the bandwagon uh, towards the agenda in the prior administration, and to this point now, everybody wants to you know play the blame game towards uh, Trump as if and the and the MAGA. So he talked a lot about the uh, the, the MAGA Republicans and things of that nature. Yeah, it's very interesting. But anyway, my point was when I saw this article here about uh, this whole pandemic being over, first thing that came to mind is, but he's still operating under these emergency powers. And just to show you that, but got beyond what they're beyond what he said and what the headlines will run with tonight and tomorrow about the pandemic 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 being over, we're still under the emergency uh, authorization uh, that was extended again for the same health situation. And so, time will tell whether or not it's extended again. Which, in my personal opinion, it probably will be, just because. It gives the Medicaid, Medicare, as well as the government the right to continue to provide, quote-unquote, free treatments uh, heading into this uh, current flu season, which, of course, Fauci and all the other people already made it clear, it's going to be a rough one. And, of course, it has nothing to do directly, in my opinion, with the actual flu bug or influenza bug. It's going to be more so the participants that have have already injected their body with things. It's going to be the response to anything that comes their way that will be used as a narrative for the illness. But – uh, another little headline here. I can thumb through that as well, but this is what I was trying to find out more of. And so this is from uh, July. And so it says the public health emergency was extended in the U.S. And so we're not out of that water with this whole health narrative crap until they say it's, it's, it's set to expire on October 13th. So we literally have almost another month. And it's good to say between now and then they're going to extend it, but they're going to do it on a hush-hush just because this whole... This pandemic over narrative is just literally a political stunt, in my personal opinion, due to the political season is underway and everything like that. So that's just my current uh, thoughts on that. But real quick, share with you some headlines some things I highlighted here just to uh, shine more light on this. But uh, here's a quote here. It says Joe Biden, uh, the pandemic is over. Uh, Biden said in the portion of the uh, segment in Detroit Auto Show today, which is, you know, I've been also in a good little minute, but we still have a we still have a problem with COVID. We're still doing a lot to work on it. Which, which is they're rolling out a new experimental um, injection with minus any testing whatsoever. And because it still qualifies under the EUA, then it's going to be rolled out. And more likely people will probably still decide to get in line and take those things. So, yeah, more power to them. But uh, he says, if you're not noticing, no one's wearing mask, Right. But that whole part where they're doing this interview is closed off just because he's there. So it's good to say. Uh, there was not many people in that vicinity, period. But then again, I'm sure, like you can probably agree, there's more enough people out and about still. Even probably some of your family and friends that were still wear a mask. Uh, and We're well past that phase of the initial uh, announcement of that. But then he talks about a little bit uh, about the inflation numbers and how uh, he was trying to make it seem as if you know they're coming down. And uh, the interviewer <laughs> mentioned like you know that's still not good. He was like, yeah, but it's not going higher. So uh, this this is entertaining, man. But anyway, something worth paying attention to. So I'd love to get your thoughts on that as well. And on another note, on the international front, I thought this was well worth bringing to your attention as well because we're fresh off the SCO meeting, and we know Iran officially applied, and I think they might have even been accepted. I'm not sure what the process is. But uh, freshly off this meeting, Turkey decides to, try to put their application in as well. And so what's interesting about this, as it says here, the first NATO member. And so this definitely will throw a little wrinkle in the Western's agenda when it comes to trying to further that NATO push towards uh, isolating Russia. So it's good to say uh, NATO will respond unfavorably. So Erdogan is going to have some decisions to make, but it's good to say that they've already made their choices in trying to go towards Russia, just with the uh, implementation of The Russian payment system within Turkey shows us where Erdogan will be swaying towards if it comes down to it. So uh, but this is just another country out of the blue that's deciding to jump ship and go east. So more than likely, it's going to be a lot more nations, as I mentioned before, deciding to remove themselves from the dominance of the West and therefore eventually not necessarily relying upon the dollar as a primary medium of trade. Especially amongst all those different blocks, we got the SEO, we got the Eurasian, we got the BRICS, and so there will be no direct dollar trades within those countries when they do business. And so that leads us closer to the announcement of some other payment method outside of dollars. So that's definitely going to be some information we hear more about pretty soon. And then, on another note, it's very sad and uh unfortunate, but it's very suspicious to say the least. Uh, all of Puerto Rico. And this is as of, I think, uh, 50 minutes ago, or what was this? This was, uh, yeah, this is updated about uh, two hours ago. And so I'm not sure if it's come back on, but it says all of Puerto Rico without power after hurricane Fiona makes landfall. And what's very suspicious about this is that storm was bringing 85 mile per hour winds. So it, I was under the impression and we were reported upon that it was a category one, if I'm not mistaken. And so, Five years ago there was something a lot more catastrophic than that is a as one of the highest categories in it completely decimated the island and there was not as many power outages so I my, my you know my spidey senses is tingling with this one just because something is not right here and so I think this probably putting more pressure on Puerto Rico on top of what they're trying to do on the political scene within that country there so definitely uh, need to be praying for the people of Puerto Rico because it's unfortunate for the most if that is uh, if that is true and then on another note here, in reference to energy here is something that was given to us. Uh, what did this come out at? This uh, was fresh off the press today from wall street uh, journal in relations to energy price within this country here and how we're already reaching some all time highs. And this is pretty much flown under the radar, especially here in Detroit, Michigan area. I haven't really seen or noticed much, but uh, electric bills soar across the country as winter looms. And so, as I mentioned before, based upon what's happening in the EU area, And they're of course, using the uh, Ukraine situation as a primary excuse, but it's ultimately the EU decided to put sanctions, which was a deliberate cutoff of energy, putting their own people in a tight bind. And then on this side of town, we've been basically unleashing our own energy to help them out, leaving ourselves kind of high out to dry at the same time that we're going to have some issues pretty soon. And one of the things that caught my attention What it just says here from New Hampshire to Louisiana customers, electricity rates are increasing. The Energy Information Administration anticipates the residential price of electricity will average 14.8 cents per kilowatt hour, which is up 7.5 percent from last year. And then it says the U.S. CPI for electricity in August climbed to 15.8 over the same month a year ago. The biggest uh, such 12 month increase since 1981. And so those small pennies add up, especially uh, depending on your financial situation. So uh, but once again, it's just the beginning here. So we will see how this plays out. But curious uh, to get your guys thoughts uh, as well as whatever else you guys might want to touch on. Those are just a couple of things that I came across worth mentioning. So let's open up the phone lines. I definitely want to hear from everybody. Let me get this up here. And if you have not, uh, definitely hit that thumbs up button. Show your support for the channel. Uh, a simple click goes a long way or highlight at rethinking a dollar, something to jump out and we will, uh, try to, you know, touch on that and earthquakes. Uh, I did see something about earthquake as well. That's, that's definitely out there. Uh, what else we got Puerto Rico? Nope.
2: Sign up to the economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free.
0: Power ahead, not heard that. Yeah, so that's, yeah, it's, and that's where there's a lot more stories that I can touch on that I put in the Telegram, but we'll be talking about What's happening rather than uh, just trying to keep each other encouraged as well as uh, aware of opportunities amongst all this, just because the clock is ticking. This pandemic narrative is, is, is basically is dying down. They can't really use it as a primary catalyst for any type of extreme uh, political measures. And so they're going to move on to something else. And that's what I want to actually cover, because everybody in the moment right now is anticipating something. September 24th or whenever it might be, but definitely something this uh remainder of the year. And uh it's definitely something we should keep an eye out for because it might be in a small pockets throughout the country, but then eventually make its way uh to the rest of the country. So let me make sure my phone is on. So yeah, give me a call. Let me know what's going on. Want, didn't didn't plan on being on long, but just wanted to check in and see what was going on and find out what else was happening. Uh Category one is the biggest. It says category one is the highest, is the highest, but the winds were a lot Higher last time the third world country there stuff falls down easily. Yeah, but you would assume that it wouldn't have knocked out the entire island. And so here's just a little visual aid copy. So this is a this was from earlier, but even last time, I think it was Hurricane from was it Mariah, if I'm not mistaken, it did it knocked out portions. It wasn't the entire island. And so to me, it's very suspicious as to how something that is not extremely disastrous happened to knock out the country. So here's just a little visual map here uh, from earlier showing uh, what was happening here. It says neighborhood houses without power, and that's 1.4 million households with winds over southern portion of the island having gusts of 80 to 100. But elsewhere, uh, winds have been much lesser despite the grid is uh, continuous at best, so. Yeah. Very concerning, man. It impacts people's lives. Definitely changes. It changes your plans for sure. Uh, Let me see here. So Roger Rose says FDA wants you to register your garden. Now that sounds completely normal. Okay. I wasn't familiar with that. Let me look this one up. FDA register garden. And so I did see a report that uh, I think it's an Amish farm in Philadelphia or I'm sorry, Pennsylvania. Was raided, or the government showed up, basically telling them to uh, telling them to shut things down. They couldn't sell certain types of produce unless it met qualifications at the government standards and yada yada yada. Which is something new, but very timely to say the least. But here's something: it says USDA wants you to register your garden. And so to, uh, it's expanding its people's garden initiative. So there's a people's initiative garden to include eligible gardens nationwide, school guards, community gardens, urban farms, and small scale agriculture and rural commerce or whatever are uh, recognized as people's garden if they register on USD website. So, yeah. OK, so they categorize people growing their own food, put it in a nice package called the people's garden. And In order to do that, you have to register your garden. So that's something new. Not sure if that's been well enforced as of yet, but uh, if you are providing options for people to eat and they don't know about it, they come coming for you. <laughs> Not surprising what whatsoever. Anyway, give me a call. Let's talk. Uh, just community gardens. Okay. Uh, dry run. Dry run for FEMA Region 9. <laughs> uh, let me see. It says 70 states are following California's banning gas cars in 2026 and a bunch are taking them to court. 17 states. Yeah, I, I would assume based upon recent heat wave that came through Cali and the extreme pressure on the grid and them telling people to not charge their cars should be more than enough of, of an example of the lack of reliability on green energy at this current moment. when We have no real infrastructure set up. And so that's just shows the stupidity and what they're trying to force on people. But who's surprised to say the least? Uh, what else we got here? Uh, I guess I need to set my own reminder. Remember, like, uh, what do we need to remember? Make these, uh, all right, let's get these calls here. Let's see what we got here. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Mike, Tim, Colorado. Tim, what's going on, my friend? What's going on tonight?
2: Not much. I'm just trying to support you, brother.
0: Appreciate you, man. It's always good to hear your voice. <laughs> How's things out in your neck oh. of the woods, man?
2: Yeah, same as you, I'm sure.
0: A hundred percent, man. <laughs> How's the missus doing, man?
2: The missus? Yeah. She's doing great, actually. <laughs> Thank you for asking.
0: That was good, man. Until I said, hello. I haven't heard her because she used to call in with you back back in the day, so it's been a while.
2: Yeah, hold on for a minute. Hey, honey, <laughs> get out there. <laughs> hold on okay i don't mean to hang you up you're doing a great job mike
0: appreciate it my man i appreciate the support
2: (laughs) yeah no you're doing a great job hurry up hon okay here she comes here she comes mikey
0: how you doing
2: I'm doing great.
0: That's good. I just, I just wanted to ask him how you were doing. So it's it's been a while since I heard both of you guys on the line. So I just want to say hello to everybody. Hope you guys are doing well.
2: Well, I'm not sure if I've ever talked to you, but I, you know, I follow you on Facebook when you post. Yeah.
0: That's good, man. I'm glad you guys connected. I'm
2: trying to remember, I'm trying to remember everything you've told him about how to calm down your mind when Mm -hmm. all you can think about world's going to hell <laughs> it, hey it, it's, he simple, it's simple it's simple i think i'm gonna break and like <laughs> so yeah i started this let go and let god thing
0: because uh, that seemed to come i'm down. ready to break mike i'm ready to break no man you gotta <laughs> pray Hey you just gotta pray hard you gotta press in harder man and then of course get in your word and find out find an appropriate word for whatever you're experiencing and just meditate on it and sooner or later the peace of god will come in and it, it, it's just sweeping right on through T- until the next day. It's a daily process, man. Hey,
2: <laughs> that is the serious truth.
0: Yeah, man. Well, hey, I appreciate you calling, man. I just want to say hi. Thanks for calling, man. All
2: right. Yeah. Be okay. good. Hey, great day. hey, I hope we hear from uh low blood pressure and Tony, my brother.
0: <laughs> I'll see TB, TB check it in, so he might call in. I'm sure he got something good for us. But uh, be good, people. All right. Appreciate I love you, you man. Okay. Love you too, man.
2: Good night. Safe, be right. good. we Will we'll do.
0: Same to you. Okay. <laughs> Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, let's talk. What else is going on? Uh, so if you guys want me to, I can go into the Telegram chat. I can grab some stuff. I can grab some stuff. I was trying to give you guys a chance to let your voice be heard. But I got more than enough articles of things that uh, would definitely catch you by surprise. So let me just give you this next one here. Uh, just, just the headlines alone there's enough to get your attention, let you know what's going on. So here is uh, a, a juicy one just going into food and the inability for ranchers as well as farmers to continue to run business smoothly. You can't run, you can't run operations without any financing. And so here's an interesting headline here. It says bank finance to livestock farming remains low. And so this plays into, this is, you know, of course overseas, but it's happening everywhere. And so farmers not being able to get loans needed to be able to grow their crops on top of the additional costs they're experiencing with the increased uh, issues and supplies, fertilizer, things of that nature. So that's uh, something we're going to experience probably next year. Hello, Which Where are you calling from?
1: Mike, Tony from Oakland. How you doing?
0: TB, one more time, man. Good to hear your voice. What's going on with you?
1: one more again <laughs> and and tim you, you just go within man and, and keep talking to the to the spirit man it'll, it'll guide you where you need to be <laughs>
0: yeah man
1: 100 percent um i just wanted uh, to, to push back with all these things that they're throwing out there when okay. it comes to numbers yeah we you have to remember from 2020 up until the roughly october of this this past year yeah um uh, we, we, were in, we were in crisis mode, and so the numbers they're throwing out is like, oh, from this point on, and it's always from last year. Yeah. Of course those numbers are going to look bad. Yeah. I mean, we, we were shut down, we were closed down, we were locked in. We, we were a whole lot of things, but we wasn't up and running. Right. So now that we're up and running, we just need to be careful with the numbers we're throwing out there because it, it, it'll shock a lot of people. Yeah. And a lot of people don't think it's true, but it's it, it's old numbers.
0: Right. Right. And on top of that, the numbers are, uh, and you know, not there, they're catering to their agenda. And I, while you were talking, I put up shadow stats with the alternative measurements of being able to use those same basket of goods in comparison to what they should be. If you were using say 1980 or 1990 measuring tools, they're a lot higher anyway. So they're using their low ball of the numbers, basically is what I'm saying.
1: As much as I love shadow stat, mm-hmm. I, 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 he, he's, his, 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 uh, what do you call it? Metrics. His his numbers, his measurements yeah. are out of, out of whack because they don't go by those numbers anymore. They don't. And right. they you
0: don't. don't. But then again, why I mean, is that? Which... Who, who does that benefit? Who, who does that benefit by them altering and removing things and tweaking the algorithms of their own measurements? Who does that help, them or us? Well,
1: well no, it doesn't help anybody because all they, they, they you know Why?
0: It helps them because they've been maybe they, they, they couldn't find two percent for the last 10 15 years. And if you're looking at John's shadow stats, it was already six seven, even if you go to Chapwood Index, which is probably a little bit more accurate based upon geographical regions. We were already nine ten for everyday goods and services. So, those numbers are how can they couldn't find two percent? It was right there all along until COVID, excess couple trillions. Some things hit the market now, the numbers are becoming more obvious. Now they got a sugar quote of more than eight point two and eight point one, and next month's gonna be seven point. You know what I'm saying? So they're 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 trying to deceive the public with these numbers as well as So I do agree with you. No, that and and now
1: I'm about ready to bust the shuttle stats wide open. Okay, because all they do is lie, cheat, and change the numbers.
0: Mm-hmm. Who? So who? Who's they? So, they, so John John or Williams are, or the Fed? The, the the the
1: Fed changes those numbers, right? And they, they, and once you figure out that they are doing dirt, and then they change those numbers, mm-hmm. and then they make they say something else, right? And meanwhile, we're just going steadily going down that that path of of, of de- decrease mm-hmm. rather than increase, right? Uh, that because the banks aren't, aren't loaning out any money,
0: right? It's That's it's, it's parked. those funds are being parked in the reverse repo situation, which which happens to run extremely parallel with the current inflation metrics when you overlap them. And it's basically the idea that the money is waiting to touch the streets. If that two plus trillion touched the streets, then we, then all hell gonna break loose. So hopefully what, that doesn't happen.
1: No, no the the, the, the repo uh, repo, uh, repo is, mm-hmm. is, is just derivatives. Gone bad.
0: But uh, who's and, but who, and, you who's you know, but it's it's funds it's, it's, it's funds derivative. parked at the Federal Reserve, which is capital from the banks. Am I not? Am I wrong with that? Or no, it's the uh, uh, the funds that are
1: parked at the Federal Reserve are bank reserves, mm-hmm. but belong to who? And you can't. They belong. The, the Feds had pumped seven trillion into the banks' coffers. Mm-hmm. So what the banks do is when when their their money is running low, they'll take that they'll they'll take some of that uh, repo money and turn it into bonds. Mm-hmm. They got cash now. Yeah. So that's that's all they're doing, and and now the Fed has to pull that money back out. Mm-hmm. So what are they going to do? How they do that?
0: It has to go somewhere. Without,
1: without pain. You, you know, there's a, somebody on the other end of that that's right. going to feel that pain. Going to mm-hmm. feel that pain.
0: The consumers. If it, hits, the if, if, it, K- if it hits the economy, if it hits the economy.
1: <laughs> no, it doesn't have to hit the economy. It, it, it's going to end up. It, it's going to end up painful for the 401ks, mm-hmm. for the retirement plan, mm-hmm. for the teachers' union, mm-hmm. for Dow. For it, and it's been that way. Look, look how much we've lost over the last six months. Yeah, in, in the Dow. Yeah, in the in the in, in that's that's where the money's going. Somebody has to lose when that Dow goes down.
0: Right, hundred percent.
1: And 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 it's usually the 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 four hundred one ks and 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 the teachers unions and things like that 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 is put into it. Right. And you just start money dwindling, and after five years, you'd be like, "Damn, I was pretty good at five years ago," and then where'd the <laughs> money go? Uh, uh, Charles Schwab still in business. He ain't
0: lost nothing. Right,
2: right. Well, hey, so, so
1: we, it's only you,
0: right? Well, so they, they, no, go ahead. Get
1: your money out. Yeah, 100%, get, your money out of, get your money out. Get your money out. Put the cash on the sidelines and wait for a, a rainy day.
0: Yeah, I hear you, man. Well, hey, appreciate you calling as always, man. Good to hear your insights, my friend. You too. Good. Take good. Yeah. Bye. Good stuff, people. Uh, so I see some uh, some counter counter statements out there about uh, inflation and people not buying uh, the bonds. so yeah feel free to call in and uh, share your thoughts on that i'm not in no way trying to defend the fed i know ultimately as i always say there's no financial future in a federal reserve note so we all know how this ends just look at other countries and the extreme situations they experience if the fed don't pivot that's game over hello carl where are you calling from
3: yeah my name is philip
0: how you doing my friend what's on your mind
3: yeah, so I wanted to add to you, what's his name, Kiwi? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
3: Uh, Alright, so basically, you know that the stock market's not going to crash because a few years ago, I discovered that they talked about what they call an exchange stabilization fund, right. which means the stock market will never crash because no, they'll pump money right into it. right? Yep. And you know that the government can't can't print money or borrow money unless the stock market's good, right? That's why Trump was hailing a good stock market, and then as he got out and gave it to Biden, then what happened?
0: Yeah, but also remember that uh, part of the great financial crisis when markets tanked due to the subprime situation, TARP, and the, you know they came out and told the government we got 30, day, 30 minutes before the market, da 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 da, whatever. And sure enough, you know there are some extreme measures given then that started the whole qe round so stock market wasn't too favorable and of course you know exchange stabilization fund can can those that's established to make sure that they can come in and be that buffer but what if they choose not to because they're wanting to actually have more pain and more economic issues so they they can roll out some other agendas along with this so but i I get you they can actually come in and save it yeah sure but maybe they don't want to maybe they want more pain if
3: they don't if they don't save it Mm -hmm then they fear the loss of confidence in the dollar along with <clears throat> also they're in a predicament as well. Cause if they don't bring out a UBI or continue with what they call a uh, 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 stimulus mm-hmm. um, now they're called stimulus, but I'm, I call it UBI. Yeah. Right. Or they're, they're starting it. They can't keep doing it because that that'll, you know, it'll, 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 Cause inflation to go up, but yeah. if they if they do it, also they'll also you're gonna just gonna lose confidence in the dollar as well.
0: I think that's inevitable, and you know it depends on who who you're concerned with that confidence remaining. Because as we're witnessing all the stuff happening out east with Russia, China, and all those formations of new unions, that right there is a sign that the confidence is not there for, on an international stage. Here domestically, people don't know that you know the currency has already been weaponized against them, so. I don't think that'd be an issue right up front. That'd be some probably some years down the line for people to realize it was you know it was their own currency itself. So I don't think that's something they're really even concerned about. But I think it's about keeping this illusion until this whole midterm situation plays out, and then inevitably there's going to be some type of correction of some kind, just because they're fighting inflation ultimately. So if they don't continue to expand the monetary base to keep this credit system going, there's going to be a seizure seize up of the credit markets and stuff like that. And an implosion of the bond market. So it it, it can the pin pen that picked the bubble can come from anywhere, any angle, any moment, if they if they let it. But the question is, do they want this to happen or will they prolong it? I and I think that's my kind of my two cents on it.
3: Mike Maloney's Hidden Secrets to Money has <laughs> basically played this whole scenario out. And yeah. then if you if you do what what's his name? Uh ah, it's at the tip of my tongue. But it's uh, the requiem for the American dream. Requiem for the American dream. It's uh... anyways, but in there it says you know Alan Greenspan's talking. You know, it doesn't matter what the debt of America is because I was trying to call in right. right when you guys called when you guys closed out yesterday. But I was <laughs> trying to call in. But basically, Alan Greenspan said that uh, you know it doesn't matter what happens. We'll just print our. We'll just print the money.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's true. I mean, so, so it doesn't matter
3: twenty trillion, thirty trillion. But he's he, but, he yeah. talking about
0: defaulting. he's about defaulting on U.S. debt. He said that that's not possible because they can just print it. That's defaulting on it right. directly, which that's not an issue. I'm not. I'm not worried about that. Like he, he made it clear. You're gonna get paid. You're gonna get your. You're gonna get your social security checks and all stuff like that. But the question is, what will it buy you? You know what I'm saying? So
3: Ex- exactly <laughs> because if they if they transfer to another system, they're gonna keep to their prior obligations, but. You're just not going to get what. you I mean, you can get what you're you, promised, but yeah, you're not yeah. going to get what you were promised. There'll be right? No,
0: there'll be no purchasing power, ultimately speaking. So that's why I love using this visual aid right. here, because, like I said before, Joe Biden will be the last administration under this current payment structure, current mm-hmm. financial system. Can and that's why he signed the executive order fourteen oh six seven, talking about CBDCs and all the things that come with that. And it's that's his baby moving forward. Just because there's not much left in this current structure, we've reached our end. And now it's time to begin something new. So it's inevitable. It's just a matter of when and, and how.
3: I'm in North. This is something I'd like to for you guys to discuss tonight before I get off. Mm-hmm. So you know I'm in North Dakota, right? Okay. So we're dealing with Fufang or whatever that thing is. Fufang, Fu, what just a mill plant, in yeah, yeah, China. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of there's a lot of speak going on, right? So China doesn't give a shit about the money, right? You know, they they want the infrastructure, so they want the utilities. Oh, okay. You know, we let you borrow that money, but you know, uh, you can default. But you're going to default by giving us utility. You're gonna, you're gonna give us that military base, and you're gonna, you know,
0: yeah.
2: And we it's want, happening we're, right.
3: We want real stuff, we want land.
0: We want land. <laughs> give us <Right>. a hand. <laughs>
3: and it's and it's happening right in the talk. You know, I feel it. Like yeah. the politicians are just lying straight to us as they're just handing the keys over.
0: Yeah, yeah, man. All right, so right here on the and, screen, I got uh, know, an article about the China's Fufan Group plans to build the first U.S. plant and the code is grand forks and so we mentioned that in the past a little bit as well so right next to the military base so so how far are you from that how far are you from all this
3: literally like a few miles
0: now do you see a large presence a big of asian controversy. is there like a large